1: Good afternoon to you. Welcome back to Laurie and Julia. show. My Talk 107-1. One. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Lori uh, had successful shoulder surgery today. We did get that report, so we're not telling tales out of school. The family has been told that she is recovering nicely. And uh, she's, uh, <laughs> today's Tuesday. The
2: group text. The group text, today's yes. Today's Tuesday.
1: And uh, Lori says, I'm going to be there Thursday. I'm going to be in a sling, but I'll be there on Percocet Thursday. I know. Oh, I'm, coming yeah, I'm coming in. I'm coming in for the assist. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. trust her. I don't do <laughs> <either. laughs> I don't trust her. <laughs> get your finger on the dumb bug for that uh, one. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so a couple things that have uh, happened is um, we're going to talk more about the Met Gala at the bottom of the hour. We also are going to give away our tickets to the VIP, our VIP tickets to Shop Tell You Drag, produced by Flip Foam Events, which is Sunday, May 19th at Rosedale Center from 2.30 p.m. And you get a meet and greet with a lot of hot... Uh, a lot of hot people. Drag queens, Carson Kressley, and, all the VIPs. And everything's, it's all sold out. So yeah. this is the only way you get in and yep. you're getting the best. Yeah. Right in. So last night in the clubhouse was Christina Applegate was in the clubhouse with Linda Cardellini. And um, they were there to promote Dead to Me, this new show that is on Netflix. And Donnie, I've watched two of them. Mm,
1: yeah, I'm three in.
2: You're three, three in, and, yeah. and James Marsden is in the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who else: Ed Asner.
1: Yes, he's <laughs> I thought senior, that was kind of fun. And Donnie, yeah.
2: you were looking forward to watching this at I, the I end was. of the week last week.
1: Yeah, I gave a thumbs up. It's very yeah. good. It's right. about a
2: friendship that blossoms between a tightly wound widow, which is Christina Applegate. Right. And a free spirit with a shocking secret. I'll say. Uh, I will too, Donnie. It is
1: shocking. Yes. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! But at, a lot at of... the end
1: of the first episode, you'll go, "Oh boy!" So, and at the end of the second episode, you go, "Oh boy!" Um, oh, so
3: Donnie and Julia, you both had that
2: reaction—that the oh, surprise in this show is yeah. genuinely oh, it's shocking, shocking! Yeah, it it's truly totally yeah. shocking. Is it an hour a half hour? I can't remember. It's a half hour. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really it's a dark comedy kind of. Uh,
1: yeah, it's dark. I'm it's not sure about the comedy not, part. Maybe not a comedy, but it's... <laughs> but it's dark. It's... And not in a violent sort of way. No, 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 no. it's no, about no. secrets.
2: It's about secrets and yeah. how secrets... The longer you keep a secret, the more hurt you do to yourself and everybody around you. Mm-hmm. And um, just for reference... Yes. Christina Applegate was, of course, on Married with Children. Kelly Bundy. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she was also on Samantha Who. Yep. Which I loved, and she was on a bunch of other things. Anchorman, but, and Anchorman, you're no, right, Donnie. of course. And she lived, grew up in the house that my cousin Michael lived in in Laurel Canyon forever.
1: Are you going to tell the red carpet? Story? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> here we go.
2: All right. I'm ready. And Bumble we in. were so excited to meet her. Yep. And Lori freezes, even though she pretends she's going to have something to say. <laughs> and this is very early on before we were truly experienced red carpet correspondence. Uh-huh. And she comes down and I'm like, oh, 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 Christina, come here. You got to talk to us. You got to talk to us. Come on, come here. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's standing right in front of us. And I said, my cousin lives in the house you grew up in. Oh. Oh (laughs) (laughs) And that was
0: That was pretty much it. That was it?
2: (laughs) But it was so bad I just went, Oh but now I'm gonna wrap up the story about twelve years later is that this house my cousin's been trying to buy, it's a lot and a half, and it needed a big overdue, Mm -hmm. you know, remodel. Yeah. And my cousin was trying to buy it from the owner, but the owner went under him. He's lived there for
1: what do you mean, went 15 under 15
2: years. He was a renter.
1: Oh. And the owner
2: of the oh. property went, bypassed him, and sold it to someone else.
1: Oh, so, no. So, to
2: say goodbye to the house, which was getting demolished, Christina Applegate and her mother, who lived there, came over and hung out with my cousin and his daughter. Oh, wow. So, there was you go. Was this before the red carpet No, wait wait This after. just happened. After. This just happened six months ago. Oh, so th- that's very yeah, recent. Yeah, so I just thought... Not I'm story. surprised he didn't bring you up at the
1: time when Christina came he over. He can't remember yeah, that. Do you remember meeting my weird, cousins <laughs> my weird cousin? My weird cousin, so
2: bad <laughs> on the red carpet. Okay, so remember? here they are. And um, what's the sheet? So what's the
1: first uh, question? I don't remember.
4: All right, well here we go. Hey, I'm so excited for Dead to Me. My daughter's name is actually Judy, which I think huh. is Linda's character. And my questions for Christina: okay. um, Is it true that you turned down playing Elwood's in Legally Blonde?
0: And if so, do you regret it?
4: Um, okay, so I didn't really, like, the the story's been out there, but I wasn't, like, actually offered it. The script came to me, but at that time, I had just gotten off of Married with Children, and I felt like it was too close to what I had just been doing, and I was Uh very interested in not, like, removing myself from that. No, I don't regret it, because Reese Witherspoon did a much better job than I ever could, and she has now way more money than I do, and way more success. (laughs) And so why would I... Why would I even regret that? However, you could
2: you could have worked with you could, you could have, have worked, worked with Pete. Linda.
4: <laughs> yes, but I would have been uh, like, Boo. but by the way, you t-
1: you so successful. Kudos to you because if that was in your mind, you did so successfully move on and re- recreate yourself. Some people don't do
4: aren't able to do that, so that was
3: well. Great. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly
2: Bundy was such a tremendous oh, yeah. iconic yes. role. Yes, she mm-hmm. was, and the woman who wrote. This dead to me, Liz Feldman, she wrote Two Broke Girls, The Great Indoors, One Big Happy. She worked on the Academy Awards several years. She was a writer on Ellen DeGeneres' show for five years in the early Mm. 2000s. So she got a pedigree. She does. Also, Will Ferrell is producing this. So there's your Anchorman. Connection. It's, very, uh, yes, it's yes. very clever. Okay, so we don't know what they're going to say, oh, we'll but here we go. will find out together. Surprise. For Christina, um, it's kind of a two-part question. So um, do you think that there is a chance for an Anchorman 3 in the future? And also, were you on the set the
4: day Kanye was hours late for his cameo in Anchorman 2? Okay. Will there be Wait. an Anchorman 3? Yes. Right. No, I got it. I got it. No, I, I got okay. it. I'm just well, trying, to, I'm trying to formulate how to answer this question. Okay. Um, I don't know if there'll be an Anchorman 3 because um, uh, people are getting like Academy Award nominations. So um, I don't know if we're gonna revisit but I can tell you this that the day that they do I will be breaking down the doors to like beg to please be in it because I love my boys so much. It's not about the movie even for me it's about my boys um those those men that i i almost want to cry like they are wow. the kindest most amazing men i've ever worked with and so i would i would do it all again if i could i was not there for the kanye day that's all
2: that's all <laughs> that's all that's it that's all and i think we have one more
1: uh or was it two or are we done no, no we're not
2: playing the last one oh we're
1: not playing the last one okay then we'll just play this one here we go
4: Thank you. my question is what do you remember of Meghan Markle from when her dad worked on the set of Married with Children?
1: So her dad was a cameraman on Married with Children, wow. did I read?
4: Yes, <laughs> apparently. And I, I, God bless, I don't
2: remember. Yes. You I made, don't, you made I that don't show remember. for a long
4: time. I made that show for a long time, and there were lots of people there. Yes. Unde- and I'm really daft and kind of into myself, and I don't pay attention to other people or remember their names or You faces, said, but. by the way, you
1: told RuPaul no. on Ru's podcast that you were a jerk during your years unmarried with Children. No, no,
4: no, no. I don't mean okay. like a jerk as a person. Okay. Like, I think I was a jerk towards um, what all of this meant. Like, uh-huh. I didn't want to, like, they wanted me to go on this thing or this thing, and I was like... I don't do that kind of stuff. Uh Uh I want to do independent films, you know, like that. But, like, I was never, like, I was always told that you have to be professional and kind and loving to everyone that's around you and that everyone's working harder than you are. And so I've always kept that as part of my work ethic.
2: And she was, they were quite delightful. They described this dead to me as a tragedy. A, a what? A tragedy. A tragedy. Did you guys okay. laugh in any of the episodes? There were a couple moments. Uh, I did no. have a couple. Did you? Oh, no, I, I did. I didn't laugh. And then Christina Applegate um, said she had to take to therapy after the show, kind oh, of wrapped, because it triggered emotional responses in her life. And what happens is her character has a double mastectomy, just like Christina Applegate did in real life about five years ago or something.
1: Yeah, I think Elizabeth might oh. b- bring that up. Well,
2: how would I? Do know? you
1: remember? I'm pretty sure you were there, Julia. We saw Christina Applegate in town in Sweet Charity. Yes. Do
2: you remember seeing her? Yes. Yeah. She she was. You're uh, right. Yeah. She's okay, very, talented. Mm-hmm. very talented. Very yeah. talented. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reeves.
1: Um. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt
2: alert. Doodler, doodler, doodler. This is such a treat. Elizabeth Reeves. Hi, my friend. Hello. Did, did you hear me call you Elizabeth yes. Reese? I said
0: not again. I not know. Not
2: again. I thought we worked through that like seven years ago. Reese, ah. like Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Yes. I haven't talked to you in a while.
0: I know. It has been a while. I'm happy to be here. Hopefully, um, Lori is on the mend. I'm glad you guys were giving us an update on oh, how yeah. she's doing. Yes. yes. So, uh, how other people are doing. Britney Spears. Let's talk about her first. Please. This is an interesting development, girls. Have you heard about Britney Spears? And now requesting a restraining order against that ex-manager Sam Lutfi. Remember, we talked about him a ton a, ton. a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. And attorneys for Britney Spears are now requesting a temporary restraining order against him. So this is what the blast is reporting today. She's requesting protection for herself as well as her two sons, her father Jamie Spears, and her mother Lynn Spears. This request is coming about two weeks after she was just released from a mental health facility. But Brittany and her family claim that Sam has been sending harassing and threatening text messages and tweets to them. And they claim that these actions have caused severe mental trauma while interfering with Brittany's life. Isn't this giving us some context for what's been going on? Oh, there's well, been
2: a lot going on yes. that I don't think we know about. And I'm, I'm grateful that her mom's getting in there.
0: I think so, too. They want this restraining order to prevent future harm and further psychological trauma to Britney. And they say that Sam Lutfi has been trying to interfere with Britney's conservatorship by using vigilante action, bribes and release of private information. Oh, my gosh.
2: He just won't. He is a nasty man. Here's
0: a text message allegedly sent from Sam Lutfi to Lynn Spears, Britney's mom. You are the one that's been breaking your back for your children your entire life and yet you are still having to answer to people that have done nothing for your family that yet they are in charge. You need to stop allowing anyone to treat you poorly. He's essentially trying to get Lynn to turn against this idea of the conservatorship is what allegedly these text messages sent from him to yeah, Lynn. I have to say that essentially he's trying to get in there to say, Lynn, you're the one that's getting screwed over. Everybody else is taking control of your family and Brittany, and you're getting nothing out of the deal.
2: Mm. Isn't Lynn still married to the dad? No. no.
0: Remember, they uh, they got... I think they filed for a divorce, but then reconciled. right. He, yeah. And then eventually did divorce. Okay. A little bit like Jessica Simpson's parents situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have... um like uh Billy Ray Cyrus and Tish and they separated but then got back together and they're still together right right well, yeah they're still together but not without their own drama yeah it's hard to keep track of everything. No, I know. And what's going on? You need a flow chart. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Uh, Common revealing something, I think very surprising uh, and really difficult for him to talk about, but he's opening up about suppressing the memory of being molested when he was a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is really fascinating how this came out and how he became aware of it. So two years ago, he was workshopping a scene for his role in The Tale with Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. And he says he suddenly remembered... This moment from his past. And he's revealing this. He has a new memoir out called Let Love Have the Last Word. Yep. And he said, one day while talking through the script with Laura, old memories surprisingly flashed in my mind. I caught my breath and just kept looping the memories over and over, like rewinding an old VHS tape. I said, Laura, I think I was abused. Mm. He's talking about this and says that this incident happened when he was about nine or 10, when he was growing up in Chicago. And he talks about going to on a road trip with his family. He arrived at his aunt's home in Cleveland and he says that it was his godbrother's relative that he was um, in a, had to, they shared a bed one night. Okay. And he said I don't remember saying a whole lot besides no no no. He said at one point I felt this man's hand, this boy's hands on me. Right. I pushed him away. Oh. And that the abuser would not let up and he kept saying it's okay, it's okay. Um, oh. And he really, you know, what I think is so brave about this with Common is he goes into detail about the incident. Yep, And specifically
4: saying because
1: I'm Bradley Trainer
4: and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A
1: blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
4: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
4: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: I think sometimes, you know, the conversation is like I was abused. I think when you really say, this is what happened. This right. is exactly what happened when I was a child. It really... It's easier to kind of push away the idea of like, oh, I was abused versus this is the specific incident that happened. Absolutely. And then also, he said he believed that he buried the memory of the assault, and he's now seeking professional help to try to cope with it, and he's working through it with um, his therapist. And that's another thing that is so important. And when we talk about like believing victims and understanding victims, and when it's like, well, why didn't you say something right away? Well, Well, here's another example of why.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And it's and you don't. I mean, he's nine years old, you're in a different place, you don't know, and you have someone who's older telling you it's okay to, right, right,
0: And you're traumatized. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you're traumatized, and at that age,
2: right. you don't
0: even understand what this means. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. or you have no idea of, like... A, you don't have the language to no. maybe even perhaps understand. What, right. yeah. Or even understanding, frankly, what those kind of sexual acts are. You yes. Know, you know what I mean? You yes. just have no idea what those are and what that means. Right. So I think he's doing um, he's doing great work in talking about it. So Indeed. way to go, Common. Um, now this is not surprising at all. Uh, the college admissions oh, tell scandal. Me. Tell
2: me, I already, haven't heard anything already.
0: A... Um, a book that's coming out sure. about it has already been optioned. Who's writing it? For a it? television series. Okay, Who's oh, for it? a TV series. For a TV series. Yep. So it's Annapurna Television has optioned the rights to this book called "Accepted," which is an upcoming book by I don't it, Melissa Corn and John Levitts. I mean, oh. I, they don't sound any familiar to me. Mm-mm. But it's a limited series uh, with somebody else writing the actual series based on the book. So the book is going to detail the recent college admission scandal that, of course, exposed this criminal conspiracy. You know, they can't probably write the end of the book because no one knows what the end of the story is yet. I,
1: I, I did hear that Lori Lachlan
0: wants to play herself. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> I don't think it's going to air on the Hallmark Channel.
2: Oh, my gosh. Um But
0: the book already which hasn't even come out yet been optioned to be turned into a TV series. And it's well, just an I option think, though. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't I mean, mean it's going to happen, option, but it's totally going to happen. It totally will. It's happen. DV Devincentis or wait Devincentis Devincentis. Sorry guys. That was a real moment. I don't know what happened there. Um, that's the person who's writing the screenplay based on the book. And this person wrote um, the people versus OJ Simpson. And Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity. Oh, wow.
2: Do you know who that is? Yes. The guy. Yeah. But that's, those are some good things. So
0: it's not like it's somebody totally out of the realm of possibilities. For sure. Who's writing it. Um, Max Azria died. Who, uh, the founder of BCBG. Yes,
3: he did. He did and The not. designer of the bandage yes. dress. At
0: the age of 70. You're no. absolutely right. So the founder of the fashion brand, no. BCBG. wow Wow. Yeah, passed away at the age of 70, known for dressing tons of celebrities. Taylor Swift, Kim Kardashian, Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. Passed away today in a Houston hospital after a battle with lung cancer. Oh, Oh, that's sad to hear. Interesting. He was born in Tunisia in 1949, grew Mm -hmm. up in France and then moved to the U.S. And then, of course, had a huge impact on fashion. BCBG was launched in 1989 and then became a staple of New York Fashion Week.
2: And it was like a staple at the Oval Room, and, you know, I'm going way oh, back. Oh, gosh, yeah, and then mm-hmm. all the a sudden, I, I have a couple BCGB pieces that I've never thrown out because they were BCBG.
0: Oh, like the original ones?
2: Well, just things that I bought, you know, when they were carried at Dayton's yeah. or Macy's or Marshall Fields or whatever. Yeah, and oh, he man. also
3: got bought the brand Hervé Leger, those yes. bandage dresses yeah. that yes. every single woman wore he, in 2005 he bought that brand, so he bought that brand and then and you then know he launched put out a, those designs yep
0: also launched a juniors labor label bcbg generation BCB i feel like, generation. like he also
2: even had no i'm thinking norma kamali because she had a line at walmart so oh. It wasn't him. No, I don't. remember Norma Kamali when she was everything. Yeah. Or, you yeah. guys are young. I don't well,
3: know. no, she had the uh, um, uh, big coats. Yes, yes, oh. the puffers, the puffers, big yeah. puffers. Yeah.
0: That's very fun. Yeah. Um, Max Azaria by survived by the way by six children. So father of six children. Wow, that's, I know that's sad news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Kardashian quietly funded this fight to free seventeen federal inmates. Seventeen now.
2: She's. She's kind of amazing.
0: It's pretty yeah. amazing and remember it's all these low-level drug crimes yeah. that these inmates were sentenced to life in prison for mm-hmm. low-level drug crimes and Kim Kardashian is funding the whole thing. It's her attorney and then um they've got a little team. They've got they're working with a couple of advocacy groups as well to help identify who these inmates are. I'm impressed with her. And then get them out of prison. I mean, and she's doing it in such a you know, there have been some that we've known about. Like the first sure. one was a big deal. She went to President Trump. But now the following ones have just been, we just keep going at this. Yeah. How we did going she at do this. that?
2: Mm-hmm. She was on the red carpet in two different outfits that were gorgeous. She's funding the she whole thing. She had an after party, after, after party, after the Met last night.
0: I love that she's found a cause that is really important, but Overlooked. N-
3: Yes. Oh, 100%. And she, she's doing it low key and to your point Julia, I think she has shared on social media that she's tired. Yeah. That she said I'm doing a lot of work and I'm tired. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Who oh, isn't? We're all tired. Right. She's tired. really. She's
2: got four kids. Good Lord. Three. Soon, to be, Three. Well, the, soon, to soon to be four. Soon to be four. I have
0: found the way. That's a herd, you know. Once you yeah. go into four, you have a herd. I Steve th- Patterson <laughs> that earlier this week.
2: Thank Woo. you, Elizabeth. Nice Thank to you. hear Thanks. your voice. Oh, my gosh. All right, so when we come back, what new couple hit the red carpet? We'll tell you. What's Happened to the we- Show? Produced by uh, Flip Foam Events to the 7th Caller, 651-641-1071. The event is at Rosedale Center on Sunday, May 19th at 2:30 p.m. So Daniel, take those calls. Yes, yep. you want them. In the meantime, okay, so a couple things that are going on. Yeah. Is that um let's see. We've heard from William and Kate, we about, have, uh-huh, that they can't wait to meet their new nephew. Oh, naturally. I know that was born in London. And um he says he welcomes his brother into the sleep deprivation society that is called parenting. Yeah. And um they're excited and absolutely thrilled about the arrival of the baby and can't wait to meet him. I've I've heard we're going to be meeting the baby tomorrow via photo on, on maybe, Instagram. Instagram. Part. Yes. Um, so that's all gonna be happening. He's looking forward to meeting his next nephews and um nephew he was seven pounds three ounces i cannot believe she must have been so uncomfortable at the end well probably look i can only imagine and prince harry just oh my gosh women are so amazing it's so (laughs) amazing he was so darling he looked chuffed to bits Uh, to be able to talk to
3: everyone about the arrival of little baby sussex so, what do you think the name's going to be, Julia? Oh, well, let me but, just... Because you have the over-unders. Yeah, you have your great uh, manila envelope of predictions. And uh, so, what does it say for the baby oh, name? Oh, no,
2: I need more time. Oh, no. My folder is so thick. <laughs> With predictions um, and theories. No, it really... Is. Oh, gosh. I have to find it. I don't okay. know where it is. All right. Let me see. It's just too much Oh, what's this
3: one? Because I think that some of the stats were saying that Arthur was high on the list.
2: I feel like that came... Okay, well, we know that Cats is going to be a flop. Yes. I rem- Yeah, we know that Cats is going to be a flop. The new... 720. Uh, 720? Um, let's see... Oh, for crying out loud, you, I can't find Julia's it right is now. Julia's
3: literally leafing through all of these no, theories. Oh, that's a lot of paper. That's a, that
2: is a heck it's of a lot of paper. I
3: have way. Biblical proportions. Well, you no, know, what yeah. I, I did it, Old and I Testament. have it in here, and I'm going <laughs> to yeah, have it
2: tomorrow.
4: <laughs> oh, oh okay. tomorrow. Okay, all right, great. so tomorrow by well, the we time...
2: Oh, here it is. Oh, good. Woo! Woo! woo. All right. What do they say the name's gonna be? Well, I think that the
3: British bookies were leaning towards Arthur as a name for the new royal baby. I
1: think it was Arthur or Albert.
2: Or Albert. So it keeping it in the fan. Well here we go. Donnie won because for the most part he lost because we all went over right. on a, for the, on For showcase. the due date for the baby. I was
1: closest to the due date. You were. But he yeah. went over the actual date. And Donnie's price. the only
2: one thought it was gonna be a boy. That's right. And his name was Elbert. Ah, uh-huh. Oh, Donnie! I got a shot! Oh, my gosh! <laughs> yeah, but did, he wasn't willing to bet the money, remember? That is not true. I did put the money in. Oh, you sucked Donny! Donnie! Donnie, you have never. Yeah. Did you put, put in, in money? A, like a fiver? Well, nobody put
1: in an actual fiver. No, but I
2: asked and you didn't want to do it. I we,
1: didn't never. I don't recall Senator ever saying that.
2: <laughs> Donnie, he said $5. I
1: like, I'm on, under oath here.
2: No, but I, I bet know.
3: Donnie's going to get it. I He's think not that winning he, anything. He no, can no. Win. Just, just Well, I,
1: I get bragging rights by yes, saying, yes rights. I, picked, I picked the right name. Donnie, yes.
3: I think that Albert might be it, naming mm-hmm. the baby after what would Albert be? The great, great, oh, great, boy. great
2: grandfather? Yeah,
1: Prince Albert. Prince Albert? Prince Victoria's husband. In a can. In- <laughs>
2: well, here is here is oh, um, apparently now that we know that the baby's a boy. Yes. All of the um, people, Amy Robots. Can come home now from Good Morning America. She's been over there a week waiting, waiting, waiting. Everyone's been on baby watch. And so there's a story on page six six style right now. Did Meghan Markle's wardrobe give away the royal baby sex? Oh, my gosh! And saying that um, they, as it turns out, throughout her entire pregnancy, the color she wore the most often was blue. That is a thirsty story. That is a According bit of on. a stretch. According to Love the Sales, out of the mini maternity outfits the former suit star wore, 23 were blue. Oh. She only wore pink once. And so a third of all of her outfits during the pregnancy were blue. Yep, that's it. You think that that Ooh. statistic has
3: anything to do with her secretly telegraphing to the public? that she was having a baby zero. boy. No, yeah, that, that's no, yeah. That is called, Absolutely zero, but it's happening. That's called we have no news to talk about in the royal family so we're making it up. excited to
2: see the baby. Well, I think Aww. we're all excited to be see Aww. the baby. It's going it, to it, he's going to be super cute. Okay, so the very first very first time since um like 2000 and I swear 6 or 7 or 8. Yeah. No, it wasn't that long ago. I'd say like I don't know when. Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes made it official at the Met Gala last night. This was their very first event they went to and posed as a couple. Yeah. She walked the red carpet without him. Her outfit didn't really match camp, but she looked gorgeous, and I would wear that dress, actually. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. gorgeous. She
3: had a feather.
2: But it's just like a little small feather. But the the neck piece was designed on a 3D printer. Ooh. So there was a a joint between the designer of her dress, Zach Posen. It was 300 yards of multi-layered hand-sewn color tool and a Tyler Ellis clutch and Lorraine Schwartz jewelry It also featured 3D detailing, including a collaboration between Zach Posen and GE Additive and Photo Labs which designed the palm leaves collar accessory. So it was attached to the gown then. Mm -hmm. The printing and finish of the palm leaves took more than 50... Oh, for God's (laughs) sakes. That's a lot of work. When you print, it takes three weeks. That, yeah. Um, And he wore, Jamie Foxx, a black suit, skinny tie, sequin, pant. Panther pen and purple shoes. I didn't like his shoes.
3: No, his shoes, it was like, why bother Jamie Foxx? You're not trying to do anything with anything with the Met Gala theme of camp. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to match her outfit. And like, eh, thanks for playing. Well, thanks for made, playing. Made
1: more of an offer effort than Kanye did.
3: Oh, pl- yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, he never does. He <laughs> can't. Kanye Come West on, literally <laughs> wore a Dickies work jacket
1: Yes, I know.
3: <laughs> to the Met You don't even <laughs> Gala. know how in vogue that is, though.
2: I used to have one when I Mm -hmm. was in middle school. It's like like Carhartt. It is like Carhartt. Mm -hmm. I understand that, but but, uh, uh, Justin... He's too chubby.
1: He's too chubby. That's why
2: he's wearing this look. Oh, Kanye? Okay. Yeah, he's chubby if you look underneath. That's okay, so right. Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. So, what happened is they held hands inside. Oh! Oh,
1: that's it. It's over. Do you They're think official. that
2: they even went back somewhere secret and that they kissed on the lips? Everyone has known. Don't They've stop. been the secret. Oh. Donnie, was the well, person yeah. who won excited?
1: Uh, yes, a lot of these people have, uh, not this particular person, but a lot of them have first-time winners. Nice. Oh, always nice wonderful. Like that. Well, remember,
3: the only way that you can get tickets is to shop till you drag now is by winning these tickets, because it's
2: sold out. Yep, ma'am. Okay, so um, we've got a couple more details on, oh, when we come back, we've got to wrap up a little bit more on um, how heavy some of the ensembles people wore last night were, oh. and just okay. the level of detail. Yeah. Um mm. And um, there was a real-life Barbie there last night. We will be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. It's so
4: easy to fall for each other. I'm just hoping we catch one another.
2: When I'm with my baby, yeah. All the bad things disappear. And you're making me feel like I'm loved by somebody. I can deal with the bad nights when I'm with my baby. Yeah.
3: Well, oh, thank you.
2: Well, I'm really glad care. that Justin Bieber
3: could uh, walk away with from... my baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, really deep lyrics from yes. Justin Bieber. Mm. Well, this is
2: his collab with Ed Sheeran. I think it's going to go great, and I bet it sells it's... out, and I bet it's great. <laughs> oh, well, we'll That's find, what I'm going to say. Yeah. We'll find All out. right. Probably. Done and done. All right. So we have uh, posted on our show page the most over the top looks at the Met Gala, um, the best headpieces. And I just still am obsessed. I feel like people put too much work into the Met Gala for us to not give it more attention. Thank you. Well, Well, we we shall. Lizzo was a first time, first timer last night at the Met Gala. Yes, she was. And she wore a pink flamingo goddess Mark Jacob look. And it was custom made for the evening. It was a pink gown that featured teeny tiny crystal embellishments and a thigh high slit and she topped it all off with a feathery pink cape with pink sandals and matching hot pink wig styled in an updo she looked beautiful. Well she looked great. I think the makeup last night of all the people it was amazing like if you it started with Lady Gaga and these lashes on the bottom and the top that may, that were blonde at the end. I mean they were so impactful. It yes. was so gorgeous and they had e Online with Juliana Rancic. They did a show, and tonight at seven o'clock on E, they're gonna review all the looks. So it's kind of like Fashion Police is coming back. But they're not calling it Fashion Police. But it's going inside everything that's happening. And um
1: You know, Lizzo wore that cape to the airport.
2: Yeah, she did. She's like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I go that. on first class, baby. I'm gonna be wearing well
1: walking through the concourse with the, with the cape on. Well
2: why the heck wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess. Why I wouldn't, wouldn't you? Too. And that's the thing, these dresses were custom, custom made. Like yes. Celine Dion, she got memed a lot, but I thought I thought she looked lovely. She oh, wore a yeah. Zigfield Follies outfit. It weighed twenty-two pounds. Took three thousand hours and fifty-two embroiders oh to my make. gosh! Well, these what? are pieces of art. Yep. They are that, yes. that
3: people yeah. wore to the they Met Gala are, last night. They were night.
2: amazing. And Casey Musgraves, who's so lovely and so beautiful, she became actual Barbie for the night. She was great. Um, the space cowboy singer had the one of the classic Barbie outfits from the '80s, which is a hot pink leather short jacket. He, she had a hair dryer for a purse, um, a zipper that ran up the leg of her gown that showed a fitted pink mini dress underneath, and she even had pulled up to the event in a pink convertible. Yeah.
3: And if you look at pictures of Casey Musgraves at the Met Gala from last night on the pink carpet, the way that she is holding her sunglasses oh. in her hand, her fingers yep. are all together. Like Barbies, like Barbies.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, I've just that. Yes,
1: yes. You know who she looks like? She looks like Gwen Stefani in the face. Li- no, I
2: think or Paris Hilton.
1: Oh, okay. A little, yeah, a
2: mix of both. She is. Yeah, you, you guys are both right on that one. She she totally is mm-hmm. Lapita Nuanga. She had her hair up, and they held her hair in place with gold-plated. Um, hair pics. Yes. Which was hysterical. As one does. Yes. As one does. Yeah. She looked fantastic. She did her makeup. I'm telling you, the makeup game was so over the top. And if you just want to just be in awe, it was just so fun. Katy Perry obviously wore the chandelier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim Kardashian had the wet look. Yes. Um it she was dripping in new glare, which must be something that makes you look like you're wet. It mm-hmm. was a Terry Mugler design. He hadn't done anything a long time. And um, let's see. Here's what else happened. Um, I love this about Cardi B. So Cardi B, I noticed when I looked up at her um, extravaganza, I'm mm-hmm. going to call it, because when she hit the red carpet, she had a sequence bathing cap, a feathered bodysuit with a tight sequence bodice, which looked like breast armor, with two... Um, Sequence nipples on top that look like body perks. Mm-hmm. And then this, what looked like a very w- comfortable comforter, gone out in Tom Brown. It was the gown. It cost $250,000. That's how much the nipples cost. Yeah, that's just oh, the ruby yeah. nipples are <laughs> $250,000. And if I lose one of them, on this outfit. she's going to have to sell one of her Birkin bags. She said, Oh, no. 44 carat rubies were designed by Stever Jeweler. And, um, He did other gems to it. He also designed diamond rings for Janelle Monae that she won in her Mad Hatter ensemble. But Cardi B looked so phenomenal. She's really a fashion icon. She's really, once she hit it, she's hit it hard. I think she looks great. Other people that I thought, there were some interesting ways that they made the fabric stand out on the pieces. That was just so lovely to look at. Um, Who else was so good? Mm -hmm. Emily Blunt had Michael Kors on. It took 510,000 sequins, 1.3, so 1,300 gold crystals to create. She had this three-dimensional gown. Mm -hmm. And um, Sarah Paulson, she dressed as literally as a black tie. Yes. She had a champagne bottle. She was in black. It was kind of funny. And then Sophie Turner, who doesn't like to wear dresses, um, with her husband now. Um, which Jonas is she married to? Joe. Yes. She's married to Joe. They won, wore a bodysuit, kind of like um, active characters in the 80s or something. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, they looked like pieces of 80s art. Yeah.
3: Zendaya went as Cinderella and acted out the whole thing she on looked, the pink carpet. She looked
2: beautiful because that thing lit up. Yeah. Like beauty, beauty, well, and beauty. They played it
3: all out. By the way, Lindsay Lohan was being a little nasty to Zendaya about that. Oh. What do you mean? Being, okay, so on social media, People did notice the comparison between Zendaya's dress. It lit up on the carpet. And and Claire Danes did the same thing a couple of years ago. And so Lindsay Lohan just wanted to make sure that Zendaya understood that Claire Danes did it better. Oh, she's Lindsay. A, and she, yeah, <laughs> she said, yeah. Claire Danes, you wore this dress so beautifully. Oh, I, was, I don't know
1: why I'm someone so thinks desperate. that they can
2: be more chic. Two completely different mm-hmm. things going on with those mm-hmm. dresses. Please Thanks, Lindsay. Tiffany Haddish uh, brought fried chicken in her handbag and was offering it to people, <laughs> which I thought was all that's the a best. Idea. Yeah, you get hungry well, at yeah, these things. Right. Okay, and Joan Collins was in a Valentino and it, she looked so, so lovely, you guys. And she dresses herself in Dynasty. Well, she is camp. Like, she She, she oh, just, yeah. herself,
3: mm-hmm. she could walk in her pajamas on this carpet and be camp.
2: Billy Porter was amazing. He was carried in on, on you know, people's shoulders. Yes. Um, I thought Ryan Murphy, he opted for a Liberace meets Elizabeth the I. Mm-hmm. And Christian Seriano did his cape. Yeah, it looked Stunning. Stunning. Um, let's see. Other headgear. Celine Dion's a fringed uh, thing on top was pretty amazing. And Chanel Monet had the hat over hat over hat over hat. Mm-hmm. Michael Yuri was half man, half woman. I mean, it was really pretty fun. These are compared to all the other Met Galleries. I love looking at the fashions because there was people understood the theme more so than usual. Right. And Mm -hmm. people were willing to go out there at this year's
3: Met Gala and wear really ostentatious pieces of art in a way... That uh, maybe people just weren't really willing to do so. Now that being said, there are plenty of celebrities who are just like, "I'm just going to look pretty and beautiful on the red carpet, and I'm not really going to
1: come yeah, to play yeah, along." Giselle that being said,
2: yeah, Carly mm-hmm. Kloss. I yeah. want to
1: know before we run out of time here. Yeah. Yes, all these amazing one of a kind creations—they
2: go in museums.
1: Uh, that was my question. Yeah. What do they do with them?
2: They, yeah, they, they they keep carry. They put them in uh, you know airtight thing, they, and yeah. okay. if there's going to be. They donated to the Costume Institute, yeah. Yeah. which is right. what this whole event is making money for. We can for. go watch, go see him. Yeah. In okay. five Thank years. You. And Harry Styles, I can't.
1: Can't, yeah. can't what? His yeah.
2: outfit. Oh, I just like couldn't. It? Is that a good oh. I can't or a bad That's I can't? It's, like a, a it's I kind can. of a bad I can't. <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. I, I don't, I, I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was a sheer woman's top. I couldn't. But it wasn't sheer in a sexy way. It was sheer in a weird way. All right, got to go. We'll be back tomorrow, everyone. Have a great night. Job done, off you go.